up, folks, and welcome back to the Shitake Podcast. As always, I'm your main host, Shannon. Joining me this week is our co-host, Mamats. Mamats, say what's up to the people. Ni hao. Well, at least you kept it simple. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we're going to be doing a review for the what the uh, the daily life of the immortal king. Yeah. Um, you want to pronounce before, the Chinese title for it? Hell no. <laughs> I barely can handle Japanese. I'm not, I sure as hell can't do Korean, and there's not a snowball's chance in hell I'm going to try Chinese. So uh, no, uh, we're going to stick with the English translation for that. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. But before we get into the show, I got a we got kind of a, an, an interesting kind of exercise for us this week. So we found an interesting article on I guess this website is called AnimeMotivation.com. Uh, Anime and motivation. It is, that's what it's called, bro. And it says seven to seven anime related questions that are strangely difficult to answer. So it's just a series of questions. It's not really trivia. It's mm-hmm. more like the anim- the kind of discussions you would have with your friends talking about anime or trying to find something new. So we're going to try our best to answer these questions to see just how difficult they are and just to kind of get a feel for it. So uh, okay. we're going to start with question one. What is your favorite anime of all time? This really Wait. is a difficult question because there's just so much of it. So, But if you had to say one show, one show only... What is your favorite anime of all time? Code Geass. Code Geass. Mm-hmm. That's, you seem pretty solid on that. Yes. There's, there wasn't a lot of hesitation there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> what about you? Is it hard for you I, then? I'm not, yeah, it's hard for me. Like, I'm not nearly <laughs> that cut and dry. Uh, <laughs> 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 like, there's so many, like, the shows I like because of powers, the shows I like because of story, the shows I like because of nostalgia. Um, it's it's not that easy. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, if, if we're talking shows I could watch a thousand times over and never really get bored, um, school days. I would probably say, no, fuck you, sir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, language. Uh, I, 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 oh, if you didn't know by now, this is a, this this is a grown folks podcast. If you can't handle it, take a walk. Um, <laughs> um, no, if I had to pick my favorite of all time, I would have to. I would probably say today. I would say Yu Yu Hakusho. But it does change from day to day. Why not, Hunt, Hunter, Hunter, Why not Hunter no, Hunter? No, I like I love Hunter Hunter, but I like Yu Yu Hakusho hits a key point for me. It's got a great story. I love the fights and the and the tournaments, and I love the story, and it hits the nostalgia factor for me. So it fills a lot of categories. Hunter Hunter is too new. Like I didn't find Hunter Hunter until I was in my tw- whoa, I was in my twenties um, when I found Hunter Hunter, um, mm-hmm. and that was the remake. And while it's absolutely amazing, and it's from the same creators, and I actually gave it bonus points because it's from the same studio um, and the same writer. It doesn't hit the same nostalgia points for me, so I can't put it as my favorite of all time. So I know this is going off the rail for for, for a bit, but what is the difference between the remake and the original one? Do you know? Uh, Apparently, a lot of the dialogue (laughs) the original was freaking, was pretty, was kind of dirty. Um, Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
I I should have watched the original one then. Oh no, I, I only watched yeah, the remake. I tell you, mm. I, I tell you what. One of these days we'll do a show. I'll see if I can find an article showing the differences between the two, and we'll do a short take on it. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's nice. just what I know off the top. Of the <laughs> Alright, so we got a couple more questions, so let's let's keep it moving. Um mm-hmm. see now this one's gonna be kind of a hot take. Um uh is piracy killing or helping the anime industry? I don't know, it's complicated. I mean it is it is absolutely complicated. Piracy has a lot like anime has a lot to thank for its current success to piracy. Because, because of the piracy, they, right? In in the early days. Right, right. Yeah, because yeah, in the states we couldn't get any of this stuff in the states. Yep. So it wasn't if it wasn't for piracy, it never would have blown up like it did. But yeah, the, the community time, wouldn't expand because of the piracy. Right, but at the same token, you are cutting into revenue, and people download a show instead of buying the show. So yeah. it is kind of a double-edged sword. But I do believe that a lot of like it wouldn't exist in the same vein. Um, without it, so yeah. I can't really. It's it's very much like the two two sides of the coin, I suppose. Yeah, um, you want that legitimacy. You want people to purchase anime. You want them to go through the correct channels, but at the same time, it would definitely hurt the size of the community if piracy yep. didn't exist for anime. Yeah, if so, it, if it be, be, wasn't because of the piracy back then, I I guess this podcast wouldn't exist. You know. Right. No, like I like I know good and well. Like a lot of the stuff I watch was because like, people showed it to me, and their copies were not purchased because they didn't yep. sell it here. Mm. Um, we got like two shows when I was a kid, and that was Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon, and that was it. Um, that's all you could find. So yeah, without without piracy, we didn't we wouldn't have gotten any of the stuff that came over. So it But is a in, tricky question. Yeah, into this. Today's days and age, right now, um, if you can uh, go to uh, like legitimate sources, please do that. Please support right. the if, anime got, community. We've, yeah, right. We've got we've got TV networks. We've got Crunchyroll. We've got Funimation. We've got um, there's a few other things. One's called High Video or something like that. Um, yeah. Not sponsored, but hey, Crunchyroll, Funimation, College yep. Boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I'll get up the for you. I wouldn't play the language for you. Um, <laughs> but we have all these avenues now where you can get it legally. You can purchase it a lot easier now. We've got Amazon. We've got, hell, I can go to Target or Walmart and pick it up off the shelf. Um, yeah, We've got a lot more avenues to get it legally. So I would say the time for it has passed. But yeah. at the same time, it was, it, it was it, such a boon for it. That you can't yeah. you can't just say that oh no it's all bad it's like it blew the no, industry no, no. up. So, We need to give credit to where credit is due, you know. Thanks right, to the piracy, right. the community grows. Yeah, that is a fact. Right. The community right. grew a lot hot, a lot faster, and a lot it, it just exploded. And now, mm. but now we can we can move away from that side. So yes, we'll call that what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, question three: Who is your favorite waifu or husbando? That is hot. That, that is, is hard. not hard. You say the same one every freaking time. Yes, I did. <laughs> For me, my my ultimate waifu is Senjo Gahara Hitagi. Um, yeah, that good luck finding from from what series it, it is. 
<laughs> bro, you want you want to pick a fight now? Huh? I'm not picking a fight. I didn't say nothing about her. I just said normally you say that's your waifu. That's all I said. What of my waifus, of course, but not the ultimate one. Okay, she's not the ultimate one. Fine. <laughs> Senjo uh, Gahara Hitagi. Good luck finding that one. All right. See, this this is for me where it gets a little hard because it's it's there's one where it's like. There's only one lolly I like. Yes, only of one. But at the same time, then I also have Rhea's Grimry over here. Mmm, bro. And oh, then Psycho. No. Psycho and also Akeno. 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 Akeno is like she. Akeno could never be like number one waifu. She's always be like side piece waifu. Bro, wow! You just bro. pick a fight with the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> bring, it. bring it i said what i said um you know you know today like i guess today i'm gonna go with psycho because i've been talking about high school high school of the dead for a minute and i still remember that character and it's rare for me to remember a lot of names but mm-hmm. her, as soon as as soon as someone said high school high school of the dead i'm like boom psycho what's up so i'm gonna go with psycho today. i'm gonna go with psycho too um, bad that show didn't pick up from from what they left off, right? Well, I mean, I can understand why it didn't with the with the writer passing. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why they didn't want to keep it going without that person. But at the same time, it's like that show was was so great. But yeah. what made that show great was the was the person that made it. So yes, it's 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 a great loss. But at the same time, it's like let's not have someone pick it up and then run it into the ground at the same time. Yeah, it could have been the 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 Walking Dead uh, uh, in anime version, I guess. Oh yeah, it would have been. Like, I'm sure it would have been absolutely amazing if they kept it going. But the world is what the world is. Mm-hmm. All right, question number four: What does it mean to be an otaku? Nothing, really. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. All right. So, okay. What what is your answer then for it? My answer, okay. So there's there's two sides of this. There's an otaku and there's a weeb. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, as an otaku, it is the overall like immersion into the subculture that is anime. So that mm-hmm. is the collections of DVDs, artwork, figures. Uh, hell, even pillows. I don't do the pillows. Nike <laughs> Makura, <laughs> yes. That's right. You you have one, don't you? Sorry, uh, no, my wife. I, I don't have one. No, no, no. I only you. have my this shirt. A, not, not a my bag. Mom, sorry. A keychain. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not and, my mom. And my two, wife and is two, over here in, the, in the background. Uh, and two figurines. No, bro, no. <laughs> yeah, I only has, have two figurines and one. I don't know what is this. Like a, a tall no, figure got, or something? I've got like 10 figures, like six, seven wall scrolls, a bunch of artwork. I've got numerous DVDs. Um, my wife has a pillow. I don't have a pillow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, stuffed animals, backpacks. Yeah, pins, uh, yeah. shirts, coasters now. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot. Yeah. It's, it's all about being immersed in the culture. So... <laughs> I mean, you you are a cosplayer though. Yes, you are in in right in, right in there. You know, right in the community itself. I I'm just like even goes. You know, right. 
So you're you're like otaku light. I would like to call myself an anime enthusiast. Okay, otaku light. Um, <laughs> okay, here now here we go. Now here's where the fight's gonna start. Not necessarily mm-hmm. between you and me, but between everybody else. Because um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think you care. But which anime is better? Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, or Naruto? Let the fight commence. I can see it's the comment section now. Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece, right? No, no. Naruto, Dragon Ball, and One Dragon Ball Z, and One Piece. Oh, no. Bleach is not included. No, mm-hmm. this is this is Bleach is not included, which is kind of weird because it's taking two of the big, the original big three, and mm-hmm. then adding in. Naruto to the fight, to the fight, and it's like, <laughs> do you even belong in this league? Um, yeah. Um, okay, so let, let's uh, look at it like this. Let's look at it like this. So we've got Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, which is on episode one thousand. Dragon Ball Z, which came back from the dead after mm-hmm. twenty years, and Naruto, which has had an absolute horrible. That's his son now, Boruto. Yeah. Boruto. Um. I've got to say, for for storyline, Dragon Ball Z loses overall. Um, Naruto's actual story did have a much better story. Naruto, not Boruto. Naruto Naruto and Naruto Shippuden included, I guess. Right. They had a much better story um, Mm -hmm. than Dragon Ball Z. One Piece, it's hard to say. It it has its story, but it's too long. Right, there's parts in the, there are parts that are horrible. There are parts that are great. There's parts that are mm. in between. So for yes. story, I got to give it to Naruto. Yeah, um, of course. For fight fight scenes, I guess Dragon Ball wins. Uh, it's a tie for me between Naruto and Dragon Ball. Um, mm. For characters, I've got to give it to Dragon Ball Z and One Piece. Um, yes, characters. For fan loyalty, I've got to give it to Dragon. Ball. Um, I I don't know about fan loyalty though. Well, no, because hear me out, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Do you think One Piece could have come back from the dead after 20 years? I, I, yeah, because it never stops. So I don't know. No, no, no. That's, but that's my point. If, cause if it never stops, so it ha- so people keep latching onto it because it never stops and they want to see the end. But if mm-hmm. One Piece had stopped in 1996, do you think that it could have picked it up in 2016 and it would have been just as popular? I don't think so. Uh, it, yeah, it is hard because if it it was stopped back then, right, right, right. from the beginning, I guess, yeah, because so the the Dragon story Ball... story didn't, I guess, expand as it is now, right? Right. Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Z is so ingrained in people and their fans as being such a big part of them that after twenty years, we showed up like it never left, and we just kept going with it. So yeah, I, I mean, it, it is all that. thanks to the nostalgic factor. Too, I guess. Not only the nostalgia factor, because it never changed. Like when, even when uh, Battle of the Gods came out, it hadn't changed at all. Um, mm-hmm. When I sat in the theaters and I watched Battle of the Gods, I was like, "It's like it never left. Everything's exactly the same. Like the like some of the CG was like obviously the CG was was new, but because they didn't have but it. But the, the, the art style the still remained the same. Like the art style yes. was the same. The feel mm-hmm. of it was the same. The voice. Yeah. Voices felt the same. Everything felt exactly like it did when I was a kid. So yeah. it's like it never left. So the nostalgia was there, but they also did it so perfectly that I've, I've got to I've got to give it credit for that. So yeah. 
final verdict. I'm for me, I'm giving it to Dragon Ball Z. Um, uh, I, I have to. I, yeah, I, I guess they all have their own uh, quirks, but I don't know. I, I think it, it's pretty even between One Piece and Dragon Ball. You know, um, Naruto just goes downfall right when they started yeah. uh, Boruto. Yeah, if they I, just I, stop I, I can, I can with the Naruto Shippuden one, it would have been great. Right. All right. So question six. And this is more about other people than about what we think, about what about our feelings about anime. Why is anime still treated as childish despite being so famous and diverse? Honestly, I think it's ignorance mm-hmm. and people who just want to hate on what other people like. Um, yeah, there is, yeah, well, so one of the things that bugs me, there's a comedian out here who has a TV show. His name is Bill Maher. And mm-hmm. I used to be an avid fan of his. But I had to stop watching his show because I got really sick of him taking pot shots at my generation for liking things that he felt were too old, that were, we were too old for. And it had nothing to do with how we did, how we lived our lives, how we took care, like how we did what we had to do. It was more about the fact that he thought that it was something that was childish and should have been left in the childhood points in time. But at the mm-hmm. same point, it's like that's the same thing that they told, that your parents and grandparents told you, your generation, about the things that you wanted to keep doing, about the music you listened to, about the way you kept your hair. Um, hell, the fact that, in, well, it's legal in the States, it wasn't, it's not legal everywhere, but the fact that he still smoked weed, there, there was a time with like, there's a time and there's a time and place to do things like that. It's called college. After college, you're supposed to grow up. And these are things that he never did, but they all, the older generation always wants to kind of say, well, you should be doing this because this is what my generation did. So I think a lot of it is people not un- like having an issue with people just enjoying what they like and ignorance about what the subject is. Because if you want to say that it's for kids or that it's childish, I got some shows for you. And we're going to change your mind real quick. I mean, it, it, it goes back to, to our previous question, though. If it, it wasn't for the uh, anime community that has grown now i think people people's mind will still thinks that the 2d 2d media or 2d animation is just a cartoon you know right 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 because that is what were established back then 2d cartoon is cartoon mostly right. for for, cartoons, for children they, right they think of yeah. cartoons they still think of looney tunes they think of like the shows my kids watch with mickey mouse and all that stuff and that's not what yes. this is yeah that's not what this is at all like Literally, if you want to, if you want to watch, if you like The Godfather, and you and you're just like, you know, I like The Godfather, but I don't really like anime. I got shows to, I got shows to you to watch. We could watch 91 Days and see mm-hmm. how you feel about that. Yeah, like there's an anime for every style of movie that exists, every genre. There's an anime for it. There are multiple anime for it. I mean, so, it, no, even just, in in a cartoon itself, like Rick and Morty, that is an adult cartoon, not meant for for like children to watch it, right? Right. Like the only difference is to what they think that it's that it, why it's childish because it's an animated format. If yeah. we should if we film this with live action and CGI, you wouldn't have a problem with it. But because yes. it's done in animation form, it's a problem. Yeah. So, so I guess it, it is just like the generation gap, you know, between our yeah. generation and the last generation. Yeah. This is like the right. generation thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, final question, because we this went way longer than I thought it would. <laughs> uh, 
So the final question for the for our questions of the week is what anime should I watch next? All right. So for our Fungi fam, next week we are going to watch Watakoi or um Otaku Nikoi wa Muzukashi. Yeah, you we gonna have to put that on something because I don't know what the hell you just said. I mean, we are going to enter February soon, so it is just perfect that we are going to watch some romance anime, I guess. Oh, you suck. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> I will suck. take that compliment. <laughs> and to clarify, the anime is called Watakoi. W-O-T-A-K-O-I. Love is hard for otaku. Yes. You I mean, really it, it fits me perfectly with our quiz right here. And yeah, February is coming. <laughs> Sucks, Thank sir. you. Thank you no, so I much. We're watching Beastar Season 2 next week. <laughs> <laughs> Just to punish you. Uh, beware, beware, folks. <laughs> next week, um, the, the dragon will awaken, all right? <laughs> if, if this show is bad, I'm going to make... If, if this show is bad, I'm going to make you suffer. Um, I don't know. I just picked something at random. <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell. Um, so, yeah. So, that's that's what we recommend. You can uh, We recommend you keep up with us and watch what we're going to watch next, which is Watakoi, Love is Hard for Notaku. So, mm-hmm. that's going to be it for the question of the week. I'm sorry. This ran way longer than I thought it would. I mean, it that is important for us say. to answer that question, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there was there were some there were some actually some hard hitting questions in there, so I, I kind of appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but let's get back to the meat and potatoes of what we do and review the daily life of the immortal king. So the synopsis for the show. This is from myenemylist.net. As a cultivation genius who has achieved a new realm every two years since he was a year old, Wang Ling is a near invincible existence with prowess far beyond his control. Now that he's 16, he faces his greatest battle yet, senior high school. With one, chal- with one challenge after another popping up, his plans for a low-key high school life seem further and further away. That is a synopsis for The Daily Life of the Immortal King from MyEnemyList.net. So here is the Shitake breakdown. Um, we are show. watching both seasons of this show, okay? Yes, we are doing season one and season two. But this is just, this, this is just the... What is this show really about? Because synopsis don't always seem to cover it. So mm-hmm. we call, I'm calling this a Shikake breakdown. This show is basically about this this kid. He's about well, he's about 16. Um, you start off seeing him, you seeing him born, and he can instantly understand everything his parents say. He's this crazy spiritual powered prodigy who basically, if his power is ever fully unleashed, will destroy the whole planet. He's just minding his business, going to the store for some snacks. There's a demon invasion with a giant frog. And this dude gets knocked to the ground off of his flying sword. And (laughs) he's trying to protect the kid. Basically, gets battered away. Makes the kid drop his his snack. So he walks up to the giant frog. Flash kicks this fool in the chin. (laughs) And knocks him the hell out. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then we pick up the show when he's entering high school and he's his only thing that he's trying to do is to suppress his powers so that mm-hmm. he doesn't one destroy the world two get asked to do anything and three stand out at all he wants the world to he wants his high school life to be as simple and as boring as possible because if he loses control if his powers are ever unleashed he will destroy the whole world Mm-hmm. That is what this show is about. 
So from there, uh, let's hit scores and slogans. Mamats, what do you got? Okay, I will give it a four out of ten. A four? Yes. You give this show a four out of ten, sir? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, we're gonna have we're gonna talk about that. Continue yes. on. All right. So my my slogan for it is um, bad translation, bad dubs, um, ruins everything. Now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. You know, normally I don't jump on you, but first we want to talk about this. Is this how much of the score that you're giving it is based off the translation? Um. Uh, I don't know. Maybe two, three, maybe. So it loses two to three points for translation. Mm-hmm. Who translated it? I don't know. I got my um, sources from Funimation. See, this brings up another topic, though. How much Mm -hmm. can we really dock a show for a bad translation? Uh, I I don't know, man, because we really rely on the translation to understand the whole thing, right? We do, but the show itself and the writers of the show are not responsible for bad translations. Yeah, I mean, they should have um, QC'd the whole thing, right? For the international well, no, audience. One, well, no, once in a... Well, well that, there's, there, how many countries are there in this one right now? <laughs> <laughs> American education system, folks. We, know, we learn everything. <laughs> you learn everything, but n- not us over here. So, yeah. No, we don't know. We really, we really don't. <laughs> there are so many things that we don't learn. But before okay, we jump far, into it... There's 195 countries. So you expect this company who partners, mm-hmm. this this animation studio, who partners with distribution channels mm-hmm. to then translate things for regional distribution so that their audience in their areas can understand it, to have someone on staff from each one of those particular languages to make sure that the show is actually translated correctly? Mm-hmm. I guess. That is unreasonable, sir. Uh, I don't know. If, if your target is the international audience, you should do a better job of it. Yeah, but that's not that's not what they do. They particularly they specifically partner with companies who, for distribution, and those companies are in charge of their regions. So, like in the states, we have Funimation, Crunchyroll, Netflix, um, and a couple others, Hulu, etc. And they basically they buy the rights, they pay for the translations. And the redubbing, if necessary, mm-hmm. and then they put it out. So the company that made it doesn't have a hand in any of that. So I don't, re- I don't know how much I can really dock a show for bad translation. I mean, not not just bad translation, bad dubs. Again, dubbing is not what they do. Like, this so we're is talking- in their original languages, though, in, in Chinese, right? See, I don't. How do you? Well, okay, maybe. Okay. Maybe it's not something that I can understand because mm-hmm. it's an absolutely foreign language to me, and I don't speak many Asian languages at really any yes, at all. Of course, of I'm barely course, used yes. to I'm barely used to Japanese, mm-hmm. so I can't really tell, I suppose, how bad a dub is in mm-hmm. a, in one of those other languages. So I suppose that that's a fair one if it's from mm-hmm. the language, but yes. I don't know how I feel about the um, about the translation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it depends on people, though. I mean, for me, the anime watching experience is dependent on the uh, the good translation because the whole story, um, I guess, fall into that 
that thing, right? We we are reading that thing because we don't understand their languages. And right. if it, it wasn't that good, then yeah, it ruins the experience, I guess. Fair enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. So moving on. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give the show... I'm going to give it a 6.5, almost a 7. Almost a 7. Even though almost you know this is pretty much like... Um, a slice of life thingy, I guess. Well, it's a slice of life, but it's not a boring slice of life where it's just like I'm going to school today and that's it. All right. Um, All right. Because mm-hmm. it's a, it's a slice of life in the way that One Punch Man is a slice of life. Um. Um. Yeah, it has some yeah. resemblance in that part, I guess. Well, no, no, it's a simple like, okay, here's this overpowered dude and he gets into these shenanigans every day. That's mm. it's the same it's the same kind of concept. So it's a slice of life in the way that One Punch Man is a slice of life, but no one would really mm-hmm. call it. Um, okay. So your your slogan, please, sir. My slogan is absolute power is boring until you have a reason to use it. Uh, absolute power is boring, huh? Actually, I, I have another um, slogan because yeah. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> um, if if I I were into the show at all, I guess my my proper slogan would be um, the king is so powerful yet so powerless. See, I was all set to choose my own damn slogan, and then you had to come drop number two. Yes, I actually prepared two <laughs> because I I just wanted That's to cheap. know your 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 uh, reaction right there. That, that's cheap. Um, <laughs> all right, I guess we're going with yours. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> fucking suck. <laughs> all right. So let's 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 get into let's get into this. Other mm. than the translation and dubbing, why a four? Because that's okay. really low. Um, I fall asleep um three times throughout the the whole watching. I guess the whole yeah. What? Sit and watch. Yeah. It it is that boring for me. Ah, uh, wow, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, I mean, don't 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 get me wrong. I love slice of life shows and stuff. I love the drama and but this one I don't know because maybe maybe because I am a little bit biased. Uh, because I uh when I watched um the first episode and stuff, I realized that it has like a really bad dubs. And I start to uh, lose my mood and stuff, I guess. See, and I really think that I really think the dubbing and everything tainted your viewing experience. Yeah, yeah, probably, I guess. That's why I said bad dubs, bad translation ruins everything. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it has some good, good um, scene in there. Even though I didn't enjoy the whole thing as much as I would, you know. But yeah, it has some good fights. Um, I don't know. The animation is pretty jarring. Mm. I don't know. I thought I didn't really have a problem with the animation style. The animation style I thought was really good. Um, oh, you thought the fight it was really, really good. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed the animation style. Oddly enough, like not like it was slightly oversaturated. I think, but yeah, it wasn't so much that it detracted really from the show. So I didn't really have that much of a problem with it. Um, as far as like the story goes, I I really like I really enjoyed the story. There were certain episodes that I was like, this doesn't need to be here at all. Like yeah. um that so the extra episode where they go to the animation studio. 
That I, I skip. I, I, I skip don't it. know. Yeah, that is probably should be an OVA or, or a special or something. Yeah, that shouldn't yeah, be in the main series. Yeah, should be on the Blu-ray Yeah. Um, the I think it was the episode right after that, like the sword yeah, competition the, one was kind of boring. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is and really really boring. That is when I fall asleep. <laughs> I don't know what's going like, on. Although, like the second that. half of it was good. The second part of that one was good, where they went to where they had the continuing episode. Um, where yeah. basically it's like the zombies. I thought that was great. And then oh, right after the, the art competition. I thought you were talking right. in, in the first season, in, in the first sword No, fight. no, no, no. The first season, no, no. The first sword competition, I actually enjoyed the competition part. I liked oh, the, because okay. it actually made it a challenge. Like, it was an mm-hmm. interesting challenge. You couldn't, it wasn't just a power thing. Um, uh-huh. It actually had, they actually had to come up with a way to make it work, even though like, yeah, he's uber powerful, but it's not going to be enough to win. Um, then yeah, the thing after the, that, um, the whole like recreating world and trying to save Sun Rong, um, the love thing. No, yeah, I actually, no. I actually really enjoyed that part. I actually did yeah. like that part because I mean, we actually got yeah. to see him go full out. I don't care what yes. happens to the world. You will bring her back. And that is where my slogan de- derives from. You know, <laughs> right. And then mm-hmm. when the gods above and the gods below were like, wait, what's going what's going on? Who are you? Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, no, you got to go back. You got to go back. <laughs> I, I thought that was great. I thought it was I thought it was heartfelt. I thought it was funny. Um, the thing about it, laughing. though, because it, it comes so suddenly, you know, the power of love and bullshit like that. Well, no, because it, well, no, no, no. it wasn't the power of love. It was not the power of love and bullshit, okay? This is why I liked it. This is why I liked it. Literally, she died after the competition was over because of because of the crazy crazy assassin chick. Yeah, he crazy beat bitch, her yeah. to a pulp and mm. then was like, right before he killed her, he snapped to a senses like, this will not bring her back. Mm-hmm. And he walked away. And then he's talked to the dog, and the dog froze time, and he's like, I don't give a fuck what happens. I will make a whole new world, but I'm bringing her back. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just the power of love that is the reason she came back. No, the fact that he destroyed and remade the world multiple times, not one time, yes. multiple times. Mm-hmm. And the gods above and below basically said, if he keeps this up, we will all die. Yeah. So send her back. It was purely <laughs> a it was purely self-preservation from the beings in power that said just just do it. I do, just do it. Just get it done. I don't want to hear about it. Just get it done and let that be it. So fuck love and friendship. It was pure fear and power that did this. Yeah. Which is why I I, like I know I know the after effect of it, but just before that, suddenly this this fool suddenly f- feel love or, or something. It started bursting well, no, in no, his it, heart or, or what? No, he's already... He, all right, so they actually did explain this in the first season. After mm-hmm. that happened... I know we have the scene where uh, Sun Rong was, was going to be assassinated by someone, right? Well, no, 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 hear me out. After mm-hmm. this scene... Um, when he was talking to the dog and his dad and stuff, um, mm-hmm. they explained 
his seal, as it breaks down, lets his emotions come through. When they really? put the new seal on, it, they told him, this will repress your emotions again. So the seal basically acts like, think of it like this. You, you've seen Mob, Mob Psycho 100. Yes. He's the same as Mob. All of his emotions get bottled up. He can't release them because oh. of the seal on Okay, I get That's it. why it always seemed like he didn't have those feelings for her until then. It's because mm-hmm. his emotions are tapered by the seal, which is the other reason that it keeps breaking. Okay. So they did a great job of explaining that part in season one. Season two got a little on my nerves. Yeah, right after all that, like, he seems like uh, back to, to well, the no, basic again. No, because it's because the seal put the seal was put in place and it was fixed. So mm-hmm. it was a undamaged seal this time. So it makes sense. That's not my problem. Okay. My problem with season two is this ridiculous ass currency situation that they created with spiritual energy. Oh uh, yeah. The fuck? <laughs> Everything the fuck? is spiritual, okay? Everything. <laughs> How do you spend spiritual energy? I don't know. I mean, right. they have they like, have internet, they have internet, and yeah, I don't know. But this is my problem. They created a currency system and made it a focal point of the show, with mm-hmm. zero explanation on how this shit fucking works. Yeah, the thing Does about the the, the world spiritual energy is, is dropping and stuff. Right, and that affects the stock market. Yeah. What the hell. Mm-hmm. No, that shit made no damn sense whatsoever. <laughs> Absolutely no. It, uh, and that's what pissed me off. Because like this, I, like the combat, the power system does not matter because mm-hmm. li- we're literally watching them train to get stronger, and they have to train their bodies and their minds and learn, et cetera, et cetera, to get stronger. Perfect. Except for One Punch Man over here, that's fine. <laughs> then they introduce this bullshit currency system into play and it just like this is fucking stupid like it made no rhyme or reason there was no sense to it whatsoever um that's that's one of the reasons i had to lower my score for it um other and, than uh, uh, don't, don't you think that the whole show is too long shouldn't this have like a second um, at all i think there were episodes they could have left out i think there mm-hmm. were things they could have did away with make it shorter um but i don't necessarily have a problem with the show's overall length because the episodes are so short um not so short they cut five minutes from it yeah right but five minutes on a 20 so a standard anime is 22 minutes yeah if you cut five minutes per episode you go from 22 to 18 or sorry 22 to 17 which means skipping intros, which I usually do, and skipping credits, I can fit two episodes into a 30-minute period. But there's an exception. They, they have like extended um, episode in, in season one, right? Episode 10, uh, yeah, I think if I recall correctly. One one, yeah, there's season one in season one, one in season two. Um, mm-hmm. So, But that still means that for the majority of it, you can fit two episodes into a 30-minute period. Mm-hmm. Um, so the episodes are are a bit shorter because you're talking about 10 minutes overall that you've cut down um, just between two episodes. So uh, 
Yeah, I I think this show should have uh, ended in like episode fifteen or something like that. You know? No, no. I think I think if they did a single season with um with eighteen episodes, mm-hmm. eighteen to twenty, they could have done it. Um, I think, yeah, I think eighteen to twenty episodes, uh, they could have done it with a single season. Um, going from introduction through the assassination arc. And then into the Demon King arc. I think they could have done it in 20 episodes. So could have been shorter, not a whole lot shorter. Mm-hmm. Just just need some just need some trimming. Um, but there was a lot yeah. of there was a lot of funny stuff in there. There's a lot of fun in there inside those extra episodes. I mean, half of it didn't land um, uh, correctly, I guess, the joke and stuff. But yeah. The other half is, like even yeah. even with even with the, the language barrier, um, because mm-hmm. some of the grammar, obviously the grammar is different there than here, um, oh. as well as euphemisms. Um, the like grammar in the translation sucks. It does. It takes a minute to get used to, but you get used to it. I think it. while reading the translation, I, I become dumber. You know. <laughs> um. No, like, it is like, that 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 bad, you know. Uh, I mean, I am not like a perfect, um, like a really fluent English uh, speaker right here, but still, though, <laughs> it sucks. Okay, go on. No, I was gonna say, like, after a while, you get used to it. It's not that bad. I, I think after I, I I am done with this show, I think my speaking. Um, capability just dropped to like 50%, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like you said, uh, some of the jokes are really great. When, if you remember in the second season in the uh, art competition, when they are trying to do like the two the two men, uh, Chen Chao and the fatty guy, I don't remember the name. Yeah, I, I didn't know. They are trying to catch like like uh like a blade blindfoldedly and then <laughs> like that that episode is one I could have done without. Um, it's funny. It's funny. I, I it's will let funny. it slide. There, no parts of it were funny, but parts of it were just were dumb. And I was like, I I could have done without that. That's fine. We are demonstrating Chen Chao's iron head. <laughs> Hey, I give him points for quick thinking. <laughs> the whole thing just ruins, but they they just uh, pick up from what they left off. <laughs> the reaction on his face, though, <laughs> that is so priceless. Is is he still alive? Oh yeah, I, I just went to the doctor and yeah, the doctor said he is still alive. He's fine. He's fine. So. Um, all right. So, what did you think about? What do you think about the challenge level for for the for the for the main character in the show? Yeah, like you said, he is just like a one punch man, but in Chinese form, you know. And yeah, I, I also think that he is pretty uh, similar. I, I guess this show is similar enough to Noblesse, you know. Uh, not quite, not quite, not quite, Because but the, it's the similar. Noblesse, the, the Noblesse was still. Um, Still had a finite amount of power. Um, mm-hmm. He's very similar to One Punch Man, but One Punch Man, even when it came to the one thing they did that I think was to their benefit, mm-hmm. was they showed him fail. 
yeah. they showed where his weaknesses lie. Because mm-hmm. by making it making that first sword competition a matter of holding five different points. Yeah, it, it's a team fight. It, it not nullified his power. Mm-hmm. Right, but it nullified his power. Because yeah. even though I don't know why they didn't like I don't know why they didn't do it this way. He could have just went to each person and knocked them out and then they each just took over a temple, but whatever. Um, I mean, yeah, it is true to his um, nature that he doesn't want to stand out, right? Right. He just but even, just like, wants to he, win the, 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 the game on. because of his friend, you know. Right, but even when he put the dog on, he could have done it without and still gotten away with it. Um, mm. Basically just put each one of them down and then just had one of, each one of his teammates take over a temple. That would have been the easy solution, but I like the fact that they actually went with the we have to do this as a team. Yeah. Um, And then season two, I like the fact that they opened him up again. It was like, nope, just have him fight the Demon King and put that fool in the dirt. My only complaint about the Demon King fight is it wasn't long enough. I wanted to see more. Like we uh, have yeah, we at least show of, us what what is the Demon Emperor truly capable what's of. What's he right? capable? At, right. Yeah. And like, then let let that. this fool just beat him, beat him like um he he's beating him. Right there. Right. Like when we watched, when we had One Punch Man and he fought the the alien king at the end of season one. Yeah. Um, and it was like, yeah, of course, he beat the brakes off that fool and he finished him off with a, with a strong punch. But, but he let him shine fight. first, right? Right. He let him shine first and he traded blows just to tell you, he's like, I want to see, you could see him. He's like, he wanted to stretch it out. Mm. And then when he finally got his fill, he's like, I really want to see how far I can push him. And yes. then he wiped him out with a punch. But mm-hmm. we got to see that stretched out fight. I would have loved to see that in this show. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is too bad. And he just um, destroyed the whole demon world. Yeah. yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> I do think it was hilarious that that one chaos demon was like, I know you. I know your weakness. Ha ha, I'm going to rip off this seal. And he was like, <laughs> I was waiting for him to say, it's like, I, w- I was waiting for the line to say, That was for your protection, not mine. Yeah. Like just something I wanted. To, I wanted a, like a quippy remark there, just to like throw it in their face. But mm-hmm. nah, we don't get that. Yeah, I mean, that. at least we get the line with the uh, Xiao Yu that um, he asked her to uh, call the emergency contact and call his dad or something, you know, mm-hmm. to write a new seal or, or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, overall, I didn't enjoy this show as much. I mean, if they have done like a really good job in the translation, maybe I will raise my um, score to maybe a six because still the, the the dubbing side of it is not great. Because I live in Malaysia where um, the the minorities here are Chinese and Indian. And yeah, I, I live among them, so I can pick up their language pretty okay not 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 much but yeah i can still understand what they are trying to say and yeah i i don't know maybe this is a new show maybe it it, it is coming from like a new studio or something and maybe i don't know um chinese anime is a thing over there but still uh, a a for effort you know i, I don't know it was I kind of feel like I have a lower bar for Chinese anime because they haven't been doing it as long. Like, 
and, and and I was actually thinking about this. Like, I was actually going to say, should we have a like discussion on what anime is and what it's not and all that stuff? But I decided to mm-hmm. pass on that. Um, yeah. But I kind of feel like they're still like their storytelling is pretty good, but they've got to get their they've got to get the the visuals and the translations and the dubbing and stuff on point. Um, I think they have the the whole story laid there. out. But I, I don't see the, the direction that they are going when I, I first watched the show. Though. Because it just goes all over, all over the place. It's just random, you know, just slice, slice of life. It's I don't slice see of like life. The, of course it's random. Yeah, yeah, of course it is slice of life. But they are trying to put like something in there, you know, like some some plot, like like some story in there. But it doesn't go smoothly, in my opinion. It just happened so randomly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it, again, it's a slice of life. I expect random. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I expect random, but yeah. Um, I expect like a very smooth transition between the randomness, I guess. Because they have that um, in second season, the whole thing about the world um, has, a, has dropping like spiritual energy and stuff. This is because of, of uh, Wang Ling itself. It, it is Wang Li's doing. It is the, the effect of Wang Li's doing, you know? So yeah. I really hope that the show address that throughout every episode or something, you know? But it just goes random, and I, I don't know where, where what to expect out of it. Like, I kind of have the feeling after, like, while watching this, it's literally just going to be random situations that, that Wang Li ends, ends up in and how he basically gets out of it without his secret coming out. And that's mm-hmm. it. He really is nothing more than a bystander to the story, knowing that, okay, I can't let this happen, but I also don't want to be exposed. How do I do this? And then him just doing it. Like yeah. at, like the prime example is at the car is at the the amusement park. How he kept like making things happen with nobody seeing. And if they did, he'd instantly erase their memories mm-hmm. because he's like, I just need to get this done. You're not gonna you're not bringing me out. No. You don't see shit. You don't see shit. You don't see shit. And he just kept doing it. And it's just all about the the situations he finds himself in while just trying to hide who he is. And then season two is about him ex- like expanding on who he is and embracing it to a point. Um, so where we get, we get that culmination of the second to the last episode or the last episode, um, where he comes back to Earth and he's like, she's like, You're, they'll find out who you are. And he's like, I don't care. And he flies down ready to just end this all and wipe out all the demons. And then he gets taken away, which mm-hmm. is a bit of a deuce ex machina moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it really is, where it's just like, oh, yeah. you're going to expose yourself? No, we can't have that. So we can do a season three. So we're just going to teleport you to the demon lord. And mm-hmm. that girl you've been hanging out with, she's a butterfly. And it's yeah. like, suddenly. <laughs> yeah, like that part annoyed me. It's like you, you did none of the setup work for that. I, I know like they, it is, it is going to, to give that character something, but I don't expect the, the, the last thing though. Uh, I don't expect it yeah. to be a damn butterfly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect that this chick is going to betray everyone, you know, just right. to save her sister. Oh, come on, that is not her character at all. Yeah, it, it has some issue though. Mm, yeah, 
And that's why I said it is similar enough to Noblesse. Noblesse do this kind of thing better, I guess, in my opinion. If you haven't watched it, uh, you can listen to our review of Noblesse in our podcast. Just search for it. We have done it. So, yeah. Shameless plug, I guess. <laughs> yeah, shameless plug. <laughs> all right, let's 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 get down to the to the final the final rounds. Uh, uh, all favorite right. Memorable scene. Memorable scene first. Memorable, memorable scene first. Memorable scene. Memorable scene. Um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with the scene because I was gonna go with the cool flashy scene. No, I'm gonna go with the funniest scene where the chaos demon comes to Earth looking for Froggy Two, oh. and he opens the door <laughs> and immediately gets obliterated by Wang Ling's energy. <laughs> that part had me dying and then all of a sudden froggy 2 was like oh i fainted what happened and then he sees his master's ring on the ground he's like no no <laughs> that i get that one i enjoyed that was, that was probably my most memorable scene and also um the, the last bit, bit on the last episode uh, when frogger said to wong ling um you know uh, 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 my hometown <laughs> Yeah. Um, the demon world doesn't exist anymore. Wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Foggy, Foggy ended up coming out like he he ended up being like one of the best characters in the show. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I thought it was gonna be straight annoying. No, he was actually pretty damn funny. I mean, yeah. He's the one that has the, the time stopping thingy, right? Yeah, he's the one who can stop time, uh, rewind time, and fast forward time. Yeah, bro, not rewind, right? But fast forward. No, he can rewind time. Okay, that makes the whole scene weird, I guess. Okay, so if you think about um, the first sword competition when uh, Sun dies, mm-hmm. um, he keeps telling Froggy to rewind time. Yes. And he's like, I can't. He's like, I can rewind time, but I can't bring back the dead. And then if yeah. you go back to the episode where they're making the ma- the uh, spiritual pills, mm-hmm. um, what is it? Chief Chen, is it? Uh, yeah, the Chen Chao, yeah. Chen Chao. Um, mm-hmm. Chen Chao's, um, his uh, cauldron, um, when he blows it up, Froggy's the one that repairs it. Froggy yeah. winding time. So, yeah, they just mess with the time, but they didn't get it right. Maybe they didn't get it right. I mean, rewinding time is just, get, I don't know, the expect of rewinding time, you know? Well, no, they only used it successfully once, and that was only mm-hmm. to repair the cauldron. Other yeah. than that, the only time they tried to do it was um, with uh, with Sun, and they couldn't get it right. Like, it wouldn't work. So they never really used it other than that. Other than, like, the only other things they did with Froggy, um, with his time powers... We're fast forwarding time in order to make pills faster and stuff like that. Yeah, and also um, yeah, j- just a nitpick. Um, the thing about time and space, I guess the the multiverse doesn't exist in there. Just a single universe, right? Because they um, keep. Um, yeah. I think there. I think it does, but I think that's where they're confusing the world versus universe. Yeah. Because I keep saying the demon world. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they're traveling through time and time and space, like they're traveling to an alternate dimension. Um, yeah. So I don't really know. Like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of like details they did not flush out when it comes mm-hmm. to the other 
like the demon world and butterfly world and stuff like that. Um, yeah, because they didn't the show thing it about the time and space. They are trying to do something about it, but yeah, I guess they didn't have the um, information or the detail that they needed, or maybe they don't know how to explain it to people. I guess. Like, yeah, like I said, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect. They had some issues. But continuing on with the finishing questions. All right. So memorable scene for me is when uh, all of them is trying to make a sword for Xiaoyu. I think that, that, was, is, that, that is... Yeah, that is pretty sweet, I guess. And then he threw Man. in the chaos room. Yes. <laughs> Um, I, I found this uh, in front of my house, so I, I just brought it in. <laughs> All right, let, let's measure the, the, the power and stuff and the rating. <laughs> the, the two just broke. <laughs> and and why Sun Rong bringing like a hair lotion as an, uh, uh, I guess, like I, a, I, a, a material? I don't know. Just why? There were things in here. There were things that, like we said, didn't make a whole lot of sense. So, you are trying to make a sword and you bring up a, a lotion? It was magic hair lotion, okay? Okay. Okay. At least she, she brought something. No? Okay. Brought something. Yeah. <laughs> All right, characters, man. Uh, we already know who's our favorite characters, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to go with oh. Froggy. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. Mm. It's gonna but, be Wang Ling, but Froggy, yeah, Froggy's too funny. Yes, yes. Uh, how about the least favorite character? I think I, I already know this one too. Who you? Who, who's it for you? Um, Tang Jingzhe. Oh, I mean, Birdie too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What? Why they have two in it though? Froggy two, Birdie two. Well, no, the Froggy 2 was because that wasn't the first incarnation of the frog. That was the second incarnation. Okay. Um, and then the Birdie 2? Birdie the, the Birdie. Um, so Birdie was the one on the, the fat kid's shoulder. That was his Birdie. Okay. So when he wanted to mess with Tang, he was going to input another random person into the, into the listings. And mm-hmm. it was going to be Birdie 2. Well, okay. what ended up happening was he ended up changing Tang's name to Tang 32. 32. Uh, okay, got it. <laughs> that fool. <sighs> he should die. Yeah. He, he just should die. In a fire. Yeah. In a fire. Yes, it, it, in the Phoenix fire at that. <laughs> that. That Phoenix scene, the Phoenix what I guess. Oh, that is so awesome. I really love that animation. Yeah. Oh, that is so great. I love that scene though. Yeah. All right. So I guess, um, uh, do do you have any nitpicks at all about the show? I think we already listed all the nitpicks. (laughs) All right. I guess um, that's it for our conclusion though. um, Would you recommend this to other people to watch? Um, I, I would recommend it to other people. It was recommended to me, and I would pass this one on. Um, mm-hmm. It was good enough. It was good enough. It's good enough for a watch. All right. Um, for me though, I will not recommend this to anyone because yeah, for the issue that I have with it, I know I'm a little bit biased. But if you don't care about all of that, I think this has some 
good scene in there. Not all of them, but some of them, I guess. Yeah, I mean, when Sunrung soon wrong become a thousand suddenly, that is a little bit cringe. But yeah, that that is what they are trying to show us. When they goes bankrupt, they goes back to the Stone Age. There you go. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was another part that I was like, what, why? Just like wise, just a right? swing and a miss, swing and a miss. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> bro, uh, no. all right. So I guess that's it. Um, that is the end of our review of um, the daily life of the immortal king. I don't want to pronounce the Chinese uh, title. Please don't. So I hope, <laughs> I hope you, you like what you heard here. And if you like what you heard here, please give us a like, give us a follow, and give us a rating on whatever platform that you listen this podcast on. We already mentioned that what we are going to watch next. Uh, so for your reminder, for Opang FM, we are going to watch Watakoi next week. Um, yeah. Uh, where can people find us on the interweb, Shannon? So if you want to hit us up and uh, reach out to us on the socials, you can find us at Shitake Podcast. That is S-H-I-I-T-A-K-E Podcast at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can shoot us an email at shitakepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, um, with that being said, um, I guess that's it. Let's end this, this podcast like usual. So um, we don't have any... Um, fan service in the show right not really yeah why just why <laughs> i need the fan service <laughs> in in every anime ever <laughs> Please. that's the first you need you need fan service you never think you need fan service <laughs> i mean this is like a, a daily life you know like like a school anime you know usually that they have like uh, like a picking scene or changing clothes scene or something like that in a school, um, I guess, environment, you know. They don't have any of that. Don't you think that is yeah. a little bit weird? Right? So, um, it, yeah. Um, I know you have uh, so much power in you, but uh, please use it wisely. Because, you know, you might die. So, I guess... Um, Please don't die. When you're the most powerful being in the universe, it's hard to ta- it's hard to find time for Opai. There's none. There was no Opai. <laughs> yeah, there's no Opai. So I guess that's it, folks. Um, see you around. Um, let's say it with me now, uh, Shannon. Um, shitake. Sh- shitake.